Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. So you need... Three different sets of teams for 29, 34, and 37. The Fantasy Football Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Planet FPL, the world where everything rolls around Fantasy Premier League. My name is Serge. And my name is James. Had a nice weekend, James? How's your Friday night? How's your Saturday night? Bit shit. <laughs> no, weekend was all right. Just a bit completely outclassed by a better football team I on Friday night. I did only check in on uh, Saturday. And um, I like you, but I don't mind if your football team loses. And if there's ever a way to lose an FA Cup tie, 88th minute. Oh. Yeah, but to be honest, even with like two minutes to go, I'm still sitting there thinking City will score. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is the challenge with Manchester City is they're just relentless. Like, they're just... Play to the, the the final minute um, and final seconds, and, uh, and are just relentless. I didn't really catch any highlights or anything on it. Um, my team are out of the competition, so why yeah, would I? I've I've not watched a lot this weekend. Um, but they were good, were they? I I think they were extraordinary. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> right? Because I think like we didn't play well. You've got a combination there. I think to beat City, you've basically got to be you you've got to, to be your best, haven't you? And we weren't. But I also think we weren't because of their off-the-ball setup without the ball was so good. We just couldn't play against them. Mm. They looked like... You know, I've been saying... I've been saying, you know, at some point, they'll probably have a run where it's like five clean sheets in six or something. Yeah, Friday night might have been the start. They, uh, well, Pep will be very happy because they did a goal at the lane. They did a they, goal, they, finally, They, they yeah. did a win at the lane. I was so. sitting there at nil-nil thinking, these like, really must feel like they're cursed, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> and of all people, okay. But look, there was more than just your team uh, at the weekend in the FA Cup. Plenty of others. Uh, a lot of eyes on the FA Cup because then we had the draw for the fifth round, which is a midweek set of fixtures um, around game week 26. Um, but how that pans out allows us to do a little bit looking forward to game week 29. We have had the uh, conclusion of the EFL 
semis, which uh, some would say was a foregone conclusion, but it was a conclusion in Chelsea and Liverpool winning, which means that they have now gone through to the final. So we have a blank game week in 25. Uh, 26 is a blank game week. Uh, 26, sorry. Yeah, sorry. And a yeah, double game week. That's, that's the 24. first error. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 26. That's like, James, it's so good. 25 is the final, me. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 26 is the final, sorry. Yeah. So Should we start again? So we have now uh, a, a bit to, to kind of go through, James, in terms of people's chip planning strategy for what's happening in, in the coming weeks. Uh, where would you like to start? Because um, I do feel like the simple stuff is 25-26 and the more complicated outcome might be 29 yeah and i think there'll be a decision to be made for 26 i think the, the free hit is the one that um is a, is a real decision now whether or not to cover off 26 uh or 29 and also uh, depending on your liverpool city coverage and if the liverpool loot and get game gets forward 25 is on the table as well for a free hit potentially what do you 34 37 there's a, there's a, yeah. there's a number of, of options and we'll we'll discuss um those things it's going to be quite similar to the podcast from three weeks ago that we yep. did um and it will run similar so some of it's going to feel a little bit repetitive but i can't assume that everyone listened to it first time around uh firstly though a few bits from the fa cup i'll Indeed. cover i'll cover tottenham in detail on wednesday's patron pod sure. um Congratulations to Maidstone, <laughs> the first team to make uh, the FA Cup fifth round from effectively English, the English division's sixth tier since the 1970s. Um, I watched the game. Did you watch it? Nah. So I heard their keeper had a stormer. Ipswich had 38 shots and Maidstone had two. <laughs> 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 and that's not to take anything away from Maidstone's achievement. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, you don't put the ball in the back of the net. They hair. must be gutted with the draw absolutely gutted even there's a number of championship teams in there like Leicester and Leeds they feel like Premier League games Sheffield Wednesday or Coventry away is like oh no it's not even better than playing Ipswich particularly so but the money they'll make from obviously making it this far and it'll, it'll be covered on TV again I'm sure um, is monstrous for them congratulations to them I watched Newcastle Saturday night at Fulham um, I don't think Newcastle were great must be said um, it's winning ways Ruthless at the key points, whereas Fulham weren't. Uh, but I think the, the major headline that's knock-on to FPL and the discussion here is twofold. One, the majority of the favourites went through. So it's not changed the landscape dramatically yep. from previous. The big annoying one for everybody was Chelsea and Aston Villa drawing with each other. Nil-nil. And the reason that's a, a, a problem is we don't have clarity yet. And it's also, in a weird way, it's not helped by the fact that the two of them have received a good draw in round five, home to Leeds or Plymouth. So whichever one wins the replay is obviously going to be favoured to reach the quarterfinal. Um, we will find out in the replay, that's after game week 23 and before game week 24. So we'll know before game week 24. But for those of us who want to invest in, say, City and Liverpool now, it makes the job a little bit more awkward. I'll give an example, Serge. So we know definitely that one of Arsenal versus Chelsea or West Ham versus Aston Villa will happen in the blank game with a game with 29. That's a, that's a certainty. It could even be both if the winner loses in the fifth round, right? But at least one of them will definitely happen in game with 29. Now, currently, I have four players from Arsenal-Chelsea. Gabriel, Saka, Gusto, Palmer. I have five 
from West Ham versus Aston Villa, I have Torres, Bailey, Watkins. I have Ariola, Bowen. So that's nine of my 15 players are impacted by that one game. And that's probably a, a, an extreme example, but someone out there might have more. Yeah, but what, but only half are going to be impacted. But if I need, you just don't know which if, half. If I want to run through to game week 29, I don't really want to sell the players that I know have got a fixture in game week 29, even if it's, say, Gusto, right? Because the one or two points would be better than the zero in game week 29. That would be the thinking, for example. When's um, the replay remind me? It's so it'll be next midweek. Yeah, so before, most likely the Wednesday before the twenty four deadline. So we've got yes. twenty two is midweek. This is now starts tomorrow, up until Thursday. Then we've got twenty three at the weekend. So before twenty four, we will know out of Chelsea Villa who's going through, and we have to assume that whoever wins out of Chelsea Villa is more than likely to go through. So for me, that still gives you four, five game weeks if you count twenty nine to plan for twenty nine. So I think there's plenty of time. It it'd be more annoying if I had loads of players in one and none in another than actually if I had five and five. Because I, again, like you, I've got less in the Villa-West uh, Ham game than the Chelsea-Arsenal at the moment, but there's, there's not no coverage and both Villa and West Ham have FPL options that you can go to and both Chelsea and Arsenal obviously have FPL options that, that you can go to. So for me, it's like, it's actually all right because I could have four or five from both games and feel happy with it because I wouldn't be filling my team with dross and I have time to work towards from 24 onwards. But there are questions like, I was going to sell Ollie Watkins to be my make weight for Erling Haaland this week. And you can do that and you can go and back. And still go, go back. Of course you can. Um, but had I had clarity, maybe I would consider changing my strategy and looking at Solanke or something along those lines. So, yeah, I, I don't think it's it's an, it's a nuisance more than it is uh, annoying, really, because I look at it, I'm like, well, it's one or the other, and both are okay from an FPL point of view in terms of ownership. Now, I don't see either of those games being great. They're quite tight-ish games, I suppose. You'd probably... Villa are away. But I think the, the way that 29 will, will look eventually will mean that just having the bodies there, if you can be it's in a enough. position of having the bodies, might, you might, yeah, it might be. Yeah, it's one of those, again, where uh, you might not be able to get 11 on the pitch, but if you can get 9 or 10 and you've got the 3 or 4 most highly owned and main players, that'll do nicely, thank you. Where you don't need to get 11 out, but you do need to cover off the 3, 4, 5 most owned, hurt you the most type players. Yeah. All right, let's do a, a, an updated roadmap of the season as, as a reminder. So the FA Cup uh, fourth round replays will take place next midweek. Yep. So it's after the game week 23 weekend. It's only three Premier League teams that affects. Obviously Villa, Chelsea and Nottingham Forest will play at home to Bristol City. Should they win, they play Manchester United at home in the fifth round. The following midweek, the Champions League restarts for Manchester Who? City. Yep. Well, yeah, sorry, if you've got any fine. questions, just jump in. No, mate. no, no, it's fine. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. answer it myself in the second. <laughs> okay, so Manchester City playing Copenhagen in game week 24 and Arsenal playing Porto in game week 25. We now know factually, and we have done for a while, that Manchester City and Brentford will double in game week 25. Liverpool and Luton will likely double in game week 25 as well. I'm timestamping this at 10am in the morning because you may well know later today. But when will we know, James, about Liverpool-Luton? Well, Pretty much you should have known last night, I think. Like, get on with it. Yeah. Um, can yeah. I guarantee that we're going to know by deadline tomorrow? No. Can I guarantee that we'll know by Friday, ahead of, say, game week 23? 
no. If we hadn't known, if we don't know by Friday, I'd probably be concerned to question whether it's going to happen or not because it's three and a half weeks away. So get on with it if you're going to announce it, basically, Premier League. Mm. And the only reason to suggest that the game wouldn't happen in game week 25 is literally if the Premier League aren't using their brain and can foresee the problem of Liverpool's fixtures further down the line. Now, I think most of us are encouraged by the fact that last year they could see similar problems with Manchester United. Remember, they they arranged that game with Leeds at sort of like two weeks' notice as a provisional FA Cup full-round replay midweek. So they could see the problem then. So I... I've, and that's, that was similar, right? United were in the Carabao Cup final, still in the FA Cup and still in the Europa League. The exact scenario that Liverpool are in now. So I see no reason why they won't be able to see the same problem now. So Liverpool-Luton, it's 90% plus that it will go into game week 25. It's a decent double. Yeah, it's, well, decent. Well, it's very good for Liverpool up, and City, yeah. If you can stock up on six on City and Liverpool, it doesn't make Brentford particularly appealing because they got Liverpool and City, but... Um, Look, Ivan Tony or something like that, any game, any time, penalty, maybe another filler. Uh, Luton would end up being Manchester United, Liverpool, not appealing either. But uh, uh, but something like Alfie Doughty or an enabling yeah. midfielder or forward, yeah. but you've got to factor in with them, they will definitely blank in game Straight week away. 26. So you have to be cautious of the number of players you're carrying through from Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea, uh, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea and Luton because they will blank in game week 26. So the FA Cup fifth round fixtures will take place in the midweek of game week 26. You will know before game week 27 the exact lineup for game week 29. Any team that plays in an FA Cup quarterfinal will blank in game week 29. That is 100%. It's 100% because it's an international break afterwards. There's no way that fixtures are getting arranged over that period. It's not necessary. So if any team plays an FA Cup quarterfinal, they will blank in game week 29. And their opponents should do as well, but that's not guaranteed in all cases, as I'll cover in a, in a little bit. Importantly, those in the Europa competition, so that's Liverpool, West Ham, Brighton and Aston Villa, their fixtures restart in game week 27. Their last 16 ties are played between 27 and 28 and 28 and 29. After 29, we have the international break. We don't know the draw for that yet. Obviously, we won't find that for a few weeks. The draw what? for the Europa last 16. Uh, no, so you'll know uh, before the 26th deadline. So tight. Yeah. You'll have less than two weeks' notice for who you're playing. But we need more football, UEFA. That's right. Uh, or, or how many teams can we keep in for as long as possible during the course of the season to keep them happy? A madness. Um, during that international break, very importantly... And yeah. obviously the same as the blank game with the FA Cup quarterfinals are played. And it's worth remembering the fifth round and the quarterfinal round cannot go to replays. No more replays in the FA Cup after the fourth round. And enjoy the FA Cup fourth round replays this year because they might be the last ones ever involving Premier League teams. That's the possibility. So during that international break period, we should know what game week 34 is going to look like. We certainly at least will know the FA Cup semi-finalists and which Premier League clubs won't play on that weekend. Any Premier League club that doesn't play that weekend is almost certain to play in the midweek afterwards and therefore would not blank. But they would only have a single game week fixture. From the period before game week 30 to the 34 midweek is three and a half weeks. It's tight. The Premier League had committed to four weeks' notice. We should know exactly what 34 will look like before the game week 30 deadline. Can I guarantee that will happen? No. 
I can't because TV companies argue and delay stuff. Um, but we should do. And once you know 34, you'll know about 37. 30, 30 and 31 cannot be double game weeks because you have Premier League weekend of 30, Premier League midweek 31, and then Premier League weekend 32. So 30 and 31 are guaranteed to be single game weeks for all teams. Unless Liverpool and Luton isn't at range soon, in which case the Premier League might try something funny over that period. Uh, the European competition quarterfinals and semi-finals are played after game weeks 32, 33, 35 and 36. There were blank free available midweeks after game weeks 34 and 37 for rearranged fixtures postponed for the FA Cup quarterfinal and semi-finals and perhaps also the Carabao Cup final, which is also relevant to Chelsea and Tottenham. Therefore, your big doubles are likely to be 34 and 37. Your blanks are 26 and 29. And we, of course, do have the double of 25 we know, which is likely to feature four teams. Two are guaranteed. Um, I think it's worth pointing out a couple of things. Chelsea can still create another double game week. Um, that's if they would need to make the FA Cup quarterfinal and semi-final, but if, if you factor that in, let's say Chelsea's fixtures then with Arsenal in game week 29 and Brighton in game week 34 were postponed, and you've obviously got the Tottenham game hanging, there could be an additional double game week later in the season, um, and subject to Arsenal and Brighton's progress in European competition, that would have to be the Tottenham game. All right, we've got a few games that are obviously not scheduled. Liverpool-Luton has said, highly likely to go into game week 25. The reason that it's highly likely to go into game week 25 is if Liverpool progress in the FA Cup semi-finals and the Europa competition, then they would have three games that need rearranging because their FA Cup quarter-final with Everton that game week and the scheduled game against Fulham in the semi-final weekend would need postponing, plus the Luton game would leave them with only two available midweeks to organise three fixtures. That is why, essentially, it's got to go into 25 there is a very, very small possibility that it goes into 24. But we've already said it's tight for 25 in terms of timing. If they go into 24, then they do need to announce it extremely quickly and it's basically two and a half weeks' notice. 25 is more likely. It would have to be the Wednesday in 25, which would clash with Arsenal's Champions League game. But Liverpool-Luton is not a TV-selected game. Right. So I imagine UEFA will be fine with it as long as it's not shown as television coverage basically Chelsea Tottenham is not likely to go in the game with 25 I've heard quite a bit of talk recently of the integrity of the Carabao Cup final Chelsea and Tottenham should be played in 25 so it keeps the spacing of Liverpool and Chelsea the same before they play each other in the Carabao Cup final the Premier League oh so Liverpool are going to have, be, have a dis disadvantage because they're going to have to play midweek before. In theory, yeah. It's their own fault for continuously getting to finals and staying in competition. Comes with the punishment of Unfortunately, success. Unfortunately, yes. it, it is, isn't it? <laughs> like, even the year where they were on for the quadruple is this relentlessness of games. Like, Listen, take what's, it, you're what's, winning. What's not fair? I'd swap that position all day long. What's not? You could, you could put Chelsea there and you could say it's not fair for Liverpool going into the Carabao Cup final. Listen, it's going to happen later in the season as well where Liverpool have an additional fixture and whoever they play at the weekend is not going to have a midweek fixture. So somewhere down the line, it's not going to be fair. The Premier League don't give two shits about the, the Carabao Cup. right? 
Understood. The Premier League and the EFL are currently at war. The Carabao Cup is an EFL competition. The EFL announced last week, Suj, that the Carabao Cup semi-finals last year will remain over two legs. Yep. That's not going to happen. Like, it can't <laughs> because of the additional European fixtures. There's two midweeks next year for European competition in January. Um, but it's the EFL are using it as part of the bargaining tool to get more money from the Premier League for their reform, basically. So, in terms of... Uh, the Premier League rearranging Chelsea Tottenham they ain't going to factor in the Carabao Cup final um, it's also a TV selected game so remember what I said about the clash with Arsenal playing in the Champions yep. League so like could it happen yeah sure it's not likely no and I'm pretty sure the Premier League will want to and Sky particularly who have the rights to the game will want to hold it back for later in the season you're, you're obviously uh, not in Europe or any cup competitions now and Chelsea are only uh, well there's only FA one cup. game left in the Carabao in the FA Cup so there will be opportunities later in the season 100%. to get that game in so yeah it's, it's 100% my that. projection on that has moved Chelsea Tottenham to game week 34 now whereas I did have it as a, as a game week 35 possibility right. as a kind of a standalone they have moved it back to game week 34 that's because we'd slightly favour Aston Villa to go through now in the replay with home advantage against Chelsea whereas I think last week we'd have given slight favouritism to Chelsea so that's one of the things that slightly changed um, the, the fact that the two teams go to a replay as well means there's more time to gather information so if Chelsea did lose to Aston Villa then there's literally no reason, no reason to rush Chelsea Tottenham yep. at all because it would just slide into 34 or 37 without any problem yep so Chelsea Tottenham is not likely to be arranged anytime soon it is more likely to be played after the March international break in game with 34 37 or in the event that Chelsea are still in the FA Cup up to the semi-finals then it will probably be an odds and sod like game week 35 as I suggested previously Bournemouth versus Luton is still random in terms of where it can go Again, it's not a TV. It's not, TV, it's is not it? a TV selected no. game. Um, it's not high profile. UEFA certainly ain't going to be bothered if it clashes with their competitions at all. Um, the fact that Luton are highly likely to play Liverpool though in 25 means less reason again to think about prioritising that fixture when clearly Liverpool Luton is a bigger priority. Yeah, from yeah, a way more scheduling perspective. Yeah, understood. There are a set of results that would mean it wouldn't be a double game week at all. Uh, which week? 20? Could go into 29, yeah. Which wow. we had this scenario in the COVID you mean, season. Li- sorry, you're talking about Liverpool-Luton there? No, Bournemouth against Luton. Uh, Bournemouth and Luton could go into 29 and wouldn't create a double game week. Correct, just be a single game week for the two. Now, basically, that needs, cut a long story short, Luton, Leicester, sorry, not Luton, Leicester, Leicester Nottingham Forest to beat Manchester United. And Manchester City to beat Luton. The reason, right. the reason Leicester, Nottingham Forest specifically, is because Bournemouth. Um, that would leave, give Bournemouth a blank. Also needs um, Wolves to beat Brighton as well. So there's four results there that would need to happen to create a potential for Bournemouth Luton to play in game with 29. It's not impossible. It's not completely implausible. I'd say it's about a five percent chance. We had this happen in the COVID season with Aston Villa and Tottenham if you remember, mm-hmm. where Aston Villa and Tottenham were both out of the FA Cup, but their scheduled opponents in that game, um, game week were through, so they were left available. Therefore, rather arranging the fixture for a midweek, it was scheduled on the Sunday in game week 29. Could Bournemouth Luton be scheduled for a weekend date rather than a midweek? You know what I always say, Serge. If you're going to arrange a game for a weekend, do arrange so. Weekend. There is also a combination of results that could mean that Chelsea versus Tottenham 
went into the game week 34 weekend. Uh, that, for example, would be if Brighton and Man City both made the FA Cup semi-finals and Chelsea were eliminated from the competition. That's because of the scheduled opponents in game week 34. As said on the pod we did a few weeks ago, Serge, I think it's worth referencing again that not a lot has changed in terms of what the potential doubles may be later in the season and they may look shit. Yeah. That's because a lot of the games scheduled to be postponed are difficult games. For example, the, the games that City would have to have rearranged if they progress in the FA Cup are Brighton away and Tottenham away, respectively. Yep. And that applies to some of the other teams. Liverpool's two games would be away games against Everton, Merseyside Derby and Fulham, respectively. In terms of game week 29, the current projection would be four to five fixtures. So there's two that we know for certain. Yep. You lot are playing Fulham. Yep. Uh, and is it Brentford at, uh, Burnley. at Burnley? Those two fixtures are an absolute lock for game week 29. As, so, men- as mentioned previously, we know we'll have at least one more. That's West Ham against Aston Villa or Arsenal against Chelsea. So I've got two Tottenham right now. And that's it from all of those teams. Yep. Uh, and obviously those two Tottenham, I need to figure out what I'm going to do a few weeks earlier because you're playing in 26. So uh, whilst you're useful to me in 29, you're no use to me in 26. The most useful team from now running up to game week 29, as we can see it right now, is Brentford. Brentford. But that doubles Liverpool and City. Double game week in 25, definite fixture in 26, definite fixture in 29. They play City. City and Liverpool make up three of their next five fixtures. And then a couple after that, you've got Chelsea-Arsenal. City twice, mate. Yeah, so City City and Liverpool make up three of the next five. As a reminder, Brentford's fixtures before they go to Burnley are Tottenham away, City at home, Wolves away, Liverpool at home, City away to double, West Ham away, Chelsea at home and Arsenal away. Like, it's not great. But if you want to carry through your Tony or something like that, of course, it's it's perfectly reasonable. And Tony, as it stands right now, I guess would be a captainable option in game week 29, right? Yep. With Burnley away. Yep. So the current projection at the moment, the other the other game that I would project at the moment to be on in game with 29 currently is Luton against Nottingham Forest. So Nottingham Forest have to negotiate the replay with Bristol City and then they would have to beat Manchester United for that game to be off. Alternatively, if they if they do go out, the game can also be off if Luton beat Manchester City. Now, Manchester City will obviously be heavy favourites in the FA Cup fifth round against Luton. So we are probably relying on Forest to beat United, which, remember, they did do in the league last month for that tie to be off. Uh, on, sorry, in game week 29. So that's the most likely other fixture currently is Luton, not in the Forest. Now let's take a step back and let's say we've got Fulham Tottenham, Burnley Brentford, Arsenal Chelsea and Luton v Forest. There's four fixtures in game week 29. So... Why are you saying Arsenal-Chelsea over Villa-West Ham? Are well, you assuming... It's not an assume. It's just on probability. You think, you think Villa, Villa, are Villa will now be favourites to go through. Yeah, and I would agree with you. Just um, make sure we don't gloss over that bit. So we're saying those are the four fixtures. Um, and again, Arsenal-Chelsea Arsenal being on is quite a game-changer in that week because it makes life so much easier. Yep. Um, City is obviously highly likely to blank therefore in 29 Liverpool have got a good draw it's Southampton or, or Watford at home so highly likely to, to blank in game with 29 as yep. would Everton um, Aston Villa now probable to blank Newcastle probable to blank 
But if they lost at Blackburn or Wrexham, then suddenly you've got their fixture on at Crystal Palace. Mm. And I highlight that one as a comparable to, say, Tottenham going to Sheffield United in the fifth round last year. Now, Sheffield United are a better team than what Blackburn or Wrexham are at the moment. But a fatigued Newcastle, we've seen it. Yeah. Away, away record's not great. Suddenly you could land. Imagine the scenario. You come out of game, you come into game week 27 and suddenly Newcastle were playing in 29 and Crystal Palace away will look like a good fixture. And they'll be walking into Wolves at home in 27. For those running through as well, two home games for Newcastle in 30 and 31, they might suddenly become like really important assets. There will be a shock in the FA Cup fifth round. Well, I'm maybe, certain of it. maybe it could be. I mean, if Forrest are able to beat Man United. Yeah, I mean that would, United that come back on the table. Well, and I'm looking Sheffield at United, yeah. I'm looking at their fixtures and it's Fulham at home, Everton at home, Sheffield United at home as three of the four in that run. Bruno Fernandes? Fernandes? Well, Fernandes, the brilliant the int- really interesting thing I think about Manchester United specifically should United go out of the FA Cup to Forest or Bristol City and play Sheffield United in game with 29. You, you probably would want free United and money wouldn't be an issue. So yep. you absolutely would go Hoyland. Rashford if he's not out partying forget, in Belfast nightclubs. Bruno, Bruno Hoyland. And like a Dallow or a Shaw. A Dallow, you, you probably would. Sure, if he was right? fit, sure. Yeah. yeah now, yeah. who wants to be focusing on buying Manchester United players come Treble. game week 27 when yeah. they're going to oh, the Etihad? A wild card in game week 26 <laughs> into three of them for the Fulham at home game. If that happens... Um, Take me outside and just uh, shoot me. And so, then once you've shot me, stab me. I, I think it, the, the, the projection for the number of fixtures in 29 currently would be four to five. Remember, we could even have this scenario, like I said, if we landed, we'd need to land basically probably with three fixtures where suddenly Bournemouth Luton could maybe open up. It's dependent on four results happening. But they're not, they're not wild in terms of the potential yep. for results. It's Wolves winning. It's Manchester City winning. It's Leicester winning at Bournemouth, which is the most unlikely, and Forest beating uh, Manchester United. But it's not, it's not that improbable. Leicester win at Bournemouth, right? They're the best team in the championship. So yeah, they're top of the table, mate. Very established football club. I mean, that almost feels like an all-Premier League tie, doesn't it? Leicester are definitely coming back up. Um, right. So, in terms of um, the projections for 34, as it stands... I've currently got seven teams doubling and one team to blank. The most likely team to blank in game with 34 as it stands is Fulham. Now remember, Fulham obviously will definitely play in game with 29 against Tottenham. We know they've got a game with 26 fixture now as obviously they didn't make the Carabao Cup final themselves. The seven teams I've currently got projected to double in 34 as it stands are Chelsea, Brighton, Wolves, Bournemouth, Everton, Crystal Palace and Sheffield United. Especially you started halfway down the table and kept going further down. It's not, it's not great. <laughs> it's all bottom half by Chelsea the now. Projection for Brighton's doublers right, in game week 37. Currently 10 of them. Manchester City, Liverpool, Villa, Tottenham, Newcastle, Manchester United, West Ham, Fulham, Bournemouth and Luton. I'll ask you the same question I asked you three weeks ago. Who's the only team there projected to double in both game weeks? There isn't one. There is one. It's uh, Bournemouth. Uh, sorry, okay. Bournemouth. And that's on the basis of Bournemouth versus Luton not getting arranged anytime soon and just slotting into one of those available midweeks in 34 and 37. For that eventuality to happen, it's also relying on Wolves and Bournemouth to be postponed in game week 29. And therefore, that scenario can happen. But it also needs Bournemouth to lose 
either in the FA Cup fifth round or the FA Cup quarterfinal as well. We could have a complete set of different teams doubling in 34 and 37. That's the important message. So th- This is the challenge now because 37 has better teams, but... Might also have... Harder fixtures and nothing to play for. And nothing to play for. The nothing to play for is more of a concern for me than the harder fixtures because the harder fixtures with something to play for kind of counteracts itself, right? You can rely on City when they've got to get the job done in the last couple of weeks of the season or some of these better teams. When it's on the line, like Liverpool, if it's Klopp's last few games, titles on the line, I would trust them to get the job done. Um, But if they've got nothing to play for, and the fixtures are hard. They'll just rotate around because they might have cup commitments and stuff. So 37 doesn't fill me with joy right now, um, is what I would potentially say. I've got, uh, I've got still my wild card still intact, my free hit still intact, and my bench boost still intact, and my triple captain still intact. I was looking, interestingly, at um, dead ending to, to 25, if I could really pile up on my City Liverpool assets, maybe add a bit of Brentford, but that only gives me four weeks to plan for that. If I wildcard in 26 and I knew, for example, uh, that either Man United was on, Aston Villa was on, or West Ham was on, I could actually get myself some players with good 26 fixtures that also play in 29, but it doesn't set me up for a bench boost. It's just wildcarding to clear the mess of 25, where half my team no longer is playing. Um, triple captain would be an option for game week 25, of course. It'd have to be Erling, wouldn't it? Two home fixtures. Um, and then I've got to just figure out where I'm slotting in my bench boost. So here's an interesting thing as well. So we've mentioned about 34 and 37 likely to have different sets of teams doubling, basically. There could be a few more. It could be that there's two or three teams doubling both, but it's unlikely. Also factoring, those, those teams I projected to double in 34 as it stands now, only one of them would play in 29. That's Chelsea. So you need three different sets of teams <laughs> for 29, 34 and 37. The, the 29 teams work for 37. Do they? Yeah. So could you set yourself no. up for 29? No. no, you don't. No. <laughs> You need three different sets of teams, mate. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's. And that's uh, a, that's the the biggest biggest problem with if you're thinking of free hitting in say twenty five or twenty six. Yeah, I, I think for me, triple captain on tw- in twenty five on Erling is is going to be the now, best spot for me. You say you need, you don't need. So you know, I, I play I was, it your way. Uh, there was a lot of people. Uh, that's one, obviously. But if you take 34 and, and factor in those teams that I've said that are doubling, right? It's not inspiring. You might just look at that and go. I don't really give a shit about that. I'm not, I'm not going to focus too much on that. And therefore, you just manoeuvre from 29 towards 37 and what will be will be along the way on 34. And for those who've used, say, their free hit already for whatever reason, then that's, that's the sort of thing that's liable to happen. It's just moving through, manipulating from, from 29 to 37. We'll cover a few different chip strategies. I think it's worth saying, in terms of those projections on the number of teams who, who double... If anything, it's likely to be less in 34. So I think I'd previously had it projected at five. This is based on holding back Chelsea, Tottenham, Bournemouth, Luton until later in the season. Also, if you do get more shocks in the FA Cup, 
uh, fifth round where we've got, say, suddenly we've got six fixtures in game week 29, then obviously that means less doubles later in the season. The more fixtures in game week 29, the less teams are obviously going to double later on in the season. Also, factor in something interesting about game week 34 itself, in the sense we could have eight fixtures nominally in game week 34. We've only What I mean by that is only two fixtures getting moved. So an example would be Manchester United are scheduled to play Newcastle and Brighton are scheduled to play Chelsea. Now, if those are the four FA Cup semi-finalists, and it's not completely far-fetched, if they all avoided each other in the quarterfinals, admittedly that would need City and Liverpool to go out. But let's say City got drawn at Newcastle and Liverpool got drawn at Brighton. Like, is it that improbable? No. If you landed with a semi-final lineup like that, you'd have eight fixtures would stay on the weekend. That could mean that there's a little as only four teams doubling in 37. That's extremely unlikely. Sure. But it might mean 37 could have more. I don't think it will have more than 12 teams with doubles in, in 37. But it could definitely be less than 10 as well. It could be as fair as little as four. What happened last season, Suj? was four. Because this sort of thing happened, didn't it? Yep. Where Brighton's, Brighton's games were postponed in their cup quarterfinal, semifinal, and their scheduled opponents were Manchester United and Manchester City, respectively, who also progressed to the semifinal of the Cup. So it can happen. But 37 is still likely to be your biggest double game week. Uh, let's cover off chips specifically. Let's do switch. it. Let's do so it. Waffle fries. Free hit. So in terms of options, you've got your mini double, which uh, coming up in 25, which a lot of people are going to be looking at now, thinking they've not got the full City-Liverpool information. Factor in particularly that Liverpool and Luton, obviously, blank in 26 afterwards. Is that the, the best way to manoeuvre game week 25? Go with six players from City-Liverpool and arguably add in your bits from Brentford-Luton. There's a couple of things I don't like about it. Me neither. Um, go on, tell me yours first. Well... The big, if I'm going to steam into City Liverpool, I want all of the big boys, and I don't know if one of the big boys is going to be there in Mo Salah. So, for me to to do that, I would need to see and know that Salah was available. Otherwise, but then you could just free hit him in, knowing he's blank in the week after, right? Mo no, Salah, no. So Mo I Salah want him in 25. Reason, if Salah's he's not available in 25, I wouldn't be using my free hit. I just wouldn't wouldn't like to do it. Even if he only played, if he played one of the two games, I just don't feel like I want to use my free hit, not knowing one of the the second best asset in the game. Well, technically, he's the best asset in the game but right then, now. On but paper. then you can pick the best alternative Liverpool players at the last minute, right? Yeah, you can. I, I just would rather have Mo Salah. If I was going to use my free hit, I'd want Mo Salah in it. The first obvious is what I've already said: is you'll want three different teams basically later in the season, um, but also. I don't like that the majority of the teams that double in 25 have a good 24 fixture. So City have got Everton at home. Liverpool have got Burnley at home. Even Luton have got Sheffield United at home. And Wolves isn't... um, Sorry, Brentford isn't terrible either. It's Wolves away. So the four teams who double in 25... You're going to want piece of that in 24, aren't you? Yeah. So as much as you go, well, I'll get the right Liverpool play. Do you not want a bit of Liverpool for Burnley at home in 24? Do you not want piece of the City before that? So I think in the immediate, in terms of our planning strategy, the biggest thing on our minds is City-Liverpool assets, right? We don't, none of us need to apologise or smokescreen that, right? That's what's on most people's ideas. Is, and I think priority-wise, City first, because of the lack of salary information currently. 
and salary is projected to be back for 25. Egypt are out of AFCON. So it's no different to currently as if Egypt got to the final. Now, if he's back earlier than... If he's suddenly back for Burnley at home 24, then you're definitely going to want a piece of it. Correct. But if it's just 25 and it's doubtful, you can take it on potentially. Also, the interesting caveat to game with 25 specifically is the early kickoff is Brentford against Liverpool. So there's every chance leaky, you would leaky. know if he's in that team or not. It will be another week of probable late transfers, unless we know in advance if he's available or not. So don't like that the 25 doublers, working on the assumption that Liverpool Luton goes in there, I've got good fixtures in 24. So if you want him in 24, you also can't, can't, you don't want him in 26, right? So I feel like balancing 25 is probably the best case scenario. Now, a different option is to free hit in 26. Work towards 25 and free hit 26. And I think that's a scenario that some will end up in. Particularly those who are unaware of perhaps the blank coming afterwards, where say you land there and you've got free Liverpool, you've got Doughty and Ross Barkley for whatever reason, you've got Porro, Richarlison, Palmer, Gusto. And suddenly you've gone, oh my God, shit, I've got nine players blanking in game with 26. An example. Then maybe that sort of thing's potentially going to fall into your lap. But remember, from that, all those teams could blank in 29 as well, right? So you're only, you only solving one problem to then Kick potentially fix the other. That's not yeah. true, obviously, because Tottenham will play in 29. But let's say you might have seven other players that would still blank in 29. You'd end up needing to use another chip maybe to get yourself out of it or hits. Yeah. Game week 29 is obviously a possible to free hit in terms of shielding that FA Cup quarterfinal and not getting stuck in it. What a lot of people, I think, obsess over is that, well, game week 29 all, all look like shit. We shouldn't free hit in that week. There's a couple of benefits of doing it. One, you don't have to plan towards the probable shit teams that you may need to target in that game week. And also, the one thing about free hitting in a blank game week will almost certainly do is it will, in, it will almost certainly guarantee you profit. I mean profit in terms of points. There is an element of guarantee to that. You free hit in 34 with those teams doubling that I'd mentioned, what's to say a lot of the single game week teams aren't going to just outscore it? It's possible, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You're being aggressive with it with a little bit more jeopardy, perhaps, if you do 34. 29, you know, that if you free hit in that week, you are going to get more points than what you wouldn't. And also, like I said, you can factor going beyond. So you can start thinking towards 34, 37 and those teams that you'll know after 26 will definitely have double game weeks to come, even if you can't be sure of what order at that stage. No offence to anybody that has a team that may play in 29 that James just called well, inc- uh, include, teams. It, no, it includes my own team. So. <laughs> Richard Masters here, small clubs. No, I get what you mean. Right, but... but let- Let's, let, let's, 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 uh, <laughs> Richard Masters should not have said that. Uh, I said shit teams anyway. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, They're still big clubs. No, but just let's, 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 let's think about it like this. Let's, let's say you've got the four fixtures I said, right? Yeah. Arsenal, Chelsea, Fulham, Tottenham, Burnley, Brentford, and Luton Forest, right? Yeah. Now, if you free hit in that week, you're going six players from Arsenal, Tottenham. Yeah. I think, yeah? Yeah. Fair? It's a home tie for Arsenal. Even, even, yeah. if, even though you would possibly think particularly, I, I, and neither are particularly easy fixtures, right? Arsenal predominantly have a really good home record against Chelsea. Tottenham at Fulham is definitely no gimme, right? Fulham's home no, record's been pretty good Attacking this players season. you can go for, for sure. Yep. So, but the, the chances are you'll probably go with six between those two. So, therefore, you probably don't want a lot of Fulham-Chelsea. So, now what? You're going, what, treble Brentford and maybe, what, double Luton? 
Like, that's not inspiring, is it? That's well, what I mean. Brentford at Burnley, it's not bad. But could Brentford easily go to Burnley and get beat? Like, yeah, sure. Could Forest win at Lewin? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's the defensive assets that's that's the challenge there. Well, I mean, attacking, I, I'm happy to go with any of those attacking players because Forrest obviously have been back in amongst the goals. Luton, it's a home game. They're going to lump it in the box. Brentford at Burnley, go Tony. And all of those, if you listed all of those teams, Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea, uh, Luton, Forrest, Brentford, I'm happy with the attacking assets from most of them. It's the defensive ones. It's only Arsenal that I would feel like I wanted so, any defensive players from. Now, let's imagine this a different way. Let's say those four fixtures do happen in game with 29, but suddenly Newcastle and Manchester United losing the FA Cup. And we've got Newcastle at Palace and Manchester United under Sheffield United. Now three hits are looking very different because you would go for it, treble Manchester United at home to Sheffield United. Well, I think free hit starts coming off the table a little bit because many might be able to navigate that. Some but might have a Lascelles. You, you're not going to... Some are going to buy a Livermento. You're not going to steam into United and Newcastle at that point. Sure, people have got trips and holding another... Yeah, sure, maybe. <laughs> the Bravka. Is he not off trips? What? Is he not leaving to Munich? No, can't, just off the table. Uh, not okay. happening. Fine. I think he was prepared to go, but it's not happening. Okay. So the landscape can change. And again, it's quite, I mean, what are you doing, James? Well, if, again, if there's some surprise results in that FA Cup fifth round, it might mean that we need to adapt. Um, and I think this is time now for plan A, plan B. And plan A, for me, probably would be, yes, build towards game with 29 rather than free hit in it. But if the FA Cup fifth round throws up some weird shit, then it might be that, yeah, it's, it's back on the table. Particularly if you, can, if you can carry through, like I said, Newcastle got two home games afterwards. That would encourage perhaps building through. But maybe you don't want to cover, cover Manchester United players afterwards. There are a number of teams who have good fixtures after in, in 30 who were playing 29. So, but I think for everyone that's good, there's bad. So take Tottenham, we know we're playing 29, right? Luton at home, 30. If you're carrying through, great. But Arsenal go to Manchester City if they play. So then do you want to sit with treble Arsenal away to Manchester City the following week? Remember, you might be cutting some of like your City Liverpool to get to this. Liverpool have home fixtures in 30 and 31. So I really think the makeup of what the final outlook is for game week 29 will, will be dependent in terms of what happens next. My current thought process for me personally would be get to 29, wildcard straight out of it. Okay. based on the projection as it stands at the moment. You can, of course, free hit in 34 and free hit in 37. I saw a team last night, a regular listener to the show, I know will be listening, FPL Schofield, put together a free hit team for game week 34 based on my projections. And I did look at it and think, great, mate, you've got 11 doublers, but he wasn't inspiring either okay. based on those teams. And there was nothing wrong with what he put together. He put together an arguably the best team you could put together with those teams doubling. We didn't half look at it and think, yeah, you've got like double Everton defence and that includes a home fixture with Liverpool and thinking, do you, should we maybe have some single game week fiction instead? And I think, by the way, he'd left a shit ton of money in the bank. I'm talking like 15 million plus. So 34, yes, you can be aggressive with for the doubles, but the more favourites that go through in the FA Cup, the more likely that game week 34 is also going to contain teams doubling who we have less interest in. Now, Chelsea would have like a double game week of probably two home games, as an example, say Brighton and Tottenham. But it's, it's, still, it's Brighton tough. and Tottenham. Two tough games, yeah. And that would probably be, 
arguably the best of it in terms yeah. of what you'd want. You would under that circumstance go, yeah, I'd, I'd probably want free Chelsea. We'll all be on Reese James and Ben Chilwell by that point with Cole Palmer, right? But even then, that's the point. What expensive Chelsea asset you're having? Like, you're not. There, there aren't any. There aren't any. Yeah, and Kunku, we'll have him by then. So if you were free hitting there, certainly budget wouldn't be a problem. That throws the idea of a bench boosting perhaps in that week instead, which I'll come back onto in a bit. Double game week 37 free hit. I really like the idea of um, because you'll know which teams have got something to play for and which won't. And it's I think that probably will, the biggest double that, as well. That will, that will certainly help. That the biggest double gives the you the most choice. You can spread. You can spread it across more teams. You can, of course, free hit in single game weeks should you want to. But most people are going to do it in doubles or blanks. And I think for most people it will be twenty nine or thirty four or thirty seven rather than what's upcoming in 25-26. Many will do it now because that is the first immediate problem to navigate is 25 and particularly the problem of Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham, Luton assets then blanking in 26. I think a lot will panic and, and free hit in 26 because they'll, they'll get there and they'll have like six, seven players yep. and suddenly panic sets in. Even if people aren't planning that way, they think, well, I'll take a minus four. All you then need is like an injury or two and you're down to five players all of a sudden and then panic sets in. Agreed. Bench boost options. Um, 25 is definitely an option. Um, I recommended a few look at it. I think subject to what Chelsea... If you have quite a bit of Chelsea, 25 doesn't look good because Chelsea go to Manchester City in a single game week fixture. But if you don't, if you're not sitting there with Palmer or, or Gusto or another Chelsea player, then 25 might look quite attractive quite suddenly. And I think there will be a few who will wildcard 24 to set up the bench boost 25. The beauty of that is you can then also make your, your choice in terms of how many, say, Liverpool-Chelsea you carry for 26. It might mean that you have to completely cut Tottenham, for example, out of your thinking. I also know I'll reference one of our patrons, Dan. He's bench boosting this week. Right. He's set up for this. Uh, I think he's, he probably has already wildcarded either in 20 or 21. Looking at his team that he posted on our Slack the other day, I couldn't give him a reason not to do it. Even though it's a set of midweek fixtures, he is currently sitting there with a bench, and it looks correct, that had Ariola, Saliba, Odegaard, and Udogi. I couldn't give him a reason not to do it, unless something happened in the team there. So, Dan, good luck. And if you've landed in that sort of position, perhaps this week there's a really good set of fixtures that might work for you, for example. And maybe those who've really wild card might be considering that sort of thing where they've gone 21 to have this, this whole period where they've, they've planned to bench boost in 22. And there hasn't been many, other than obviously Mo, players who've got injured, but we never would have thought Mo would be back for 22 anyway, right? No. Ironically, he would have been because Egypt went out last night. So 25, I think, what those who wild card in now people will look at. There'll be some will be setting up for like now. But 34 or 37 is going to be the more likely for bench boost. I think I've seen more people talk about 34 bench boosts than 37. There is one huge thing that I really dislike about bench boosting in game week 34, and it's those four teams will play an FA Cup semi-final before they play in 37. Now, if you're going to completely ignore those teams, and perhaps wildcard 33 as an example, to set up the perfect 34 bench boost, with all these teams doubling, cool, crack on. But then good luck navigating for the teams you really want in 37. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough negotiating both. And I just prefer 37 
from the perspective of knowing there's nothing in the way from the first fixtures. Because if, you, if you're carrying players, let's say, perfect example this, and bearing in mind what I've said about the money people have in the bank, right? If you're wildcarding, say, 30 or 31, and you're going to 34 to bench boost, and the projected teams double that I've said, where perhaps, say, Chelsea are the... Chelsea or Brighton under the highest ranked yep. and don't have expensive players. Carrying through your likes of Haaland or Salah with that, if you're aiming for that, you're probably going to do it. Yep. There's every chance they're going to have an FA Cup semi-final the weekend before and then a midweek Premier League fixture. And before you know it, something happens and you haven't got 15 players. You've got 14. And I personally would just be loathe to bench boost knowing that I wouldn't have 15 players. We always want 30 fixtures, ideally. Of course. But I think considering the money that will be available, as referenced by that free hit team that FPL Schofield put together, then, yeah, you will probably carry the likes of Haaland, Salas, maybe even Sun might even be another one at that point. And Sun will likely have just a single game week fixture because Tottenham schedule opponents are Man City. So, again, if City is still in the cup, single game week fixture in 34 for the likes of Sun as well. So, I think... This is the argument. The best week to free hit, I think, is 37. I would agree. The best week to bench boost is 37. That's ultimately where where I think it lies. With the bench boost, I think the bench boost goes hand in hand, though, doesn't it, with the wild card? So if you're saying the best week to bench boost is 37, what, wild card in 35 or 36 to get yourself set up? So now... Take me as an example, use the bench boost in game week one. I don't need to think about that bench boost 37. But I'm also probably, I think, maybe more likely to free hit in 34 than 37, despite that. Because? Purely because I think on, on the other weeks between 30 and 38, I will want more in those single game weeks of the teams that double in 37 and 34. That's it. So it allows you to, to set up for 37 slowly between 30 and 37. And, just get and you're going to wild card in 30 out of your 2019. Get basically. to 34 aggressively and then decide there and then which combination of as it would stand, doublers and singlers. Now, listen, the outlook for 34 could look very, very different. I'll give you an example. Um, that example I gave with, say, Brighton, Chelsea, Manchester United, Newcastle being FA Cup semi finalists, right? You could then land with a scenario where Chelsea Tottenham, uh, Tottenham v Man City went on in 34. Chelsea Tottenham went in the midweek of 34 and Brighton City went in 34. Now then suddenly you've got Tottenham and Man City with doubles in 34. Now that does feature fixtures against each other, but then your outlook for what you would want to do in 34 would look very different Agreed. under that scenario. As it stands, by the way, I, I do personally think Tottenham and Man City will go into 37 whatever happens. TV, money, mate. Get there's that likely money. To be a, there's every chance to be a lot on that right at the end, right? Plus there's the narrative of City's record against Tottenham, which, oh yeah, by the way, ended at the, at the weekend. But I'm sure Sky will spin it as Premier League record at White Hart Lane. Yeah, of, of course they will. Triple captaincy options. Nothing has changed on this yep. um, from what we covered a couple of weeks ago. For me, unless you are using something else in game with 25, that's the best week. Yeah, agreed. Um, it's just the home fixtures for, for Haaland make it amazing. Well, I do think the Liverpool one, I think there's every chance that a Liverpool player could, could match him with, uh, with Brentford and Luton, assuming, Listen, Luton, assuming Luton goes in there. Here's, here's what we know at the time in terms of Haaland, right? Pep said he was close Friday. We don't know if he's going to start. 
this week or not. No. I think his pre- press is tomorrow. I'm probably not doing anything in my FPL team till I have his press conference tomorrow. Honest Simple. reality. Because if he says, yep, he's cool, I'm possibly just getting Holland straight in and getting on with it. Because I know if I don't buy him this week, I'm buying him next week anyway, yeah. under that circumstance. So there's every case to say, right, just get it done. Um, but we know that he's close. So if we're looking at prepping for game with 25 anyway, yeah, he's going to be the outstanding one. I always say, I don't want to take him on when he's got home games. If he's got two home games, that's enough for me. The spacing, importantly, for Manchester City is they would play Copenhagen the Tuesday before, then it's Chelsea Saturday, then it's Brentford Tuesday, and then it's Saturday Bournemouth. Fair. It's fine. It's 4-3-4. Four, four. I don't think it's too bad. And I think in any, in any case, we've, we should learn with Haaland that it's always been... unless he's fit, and, he plays. If he's fit, yeah. he plays. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Also, the narrative about Mo Salah and not knowing. Now, it might be that if Salah plays against Burnley in 24 and we know that he's back, then you'll get more of a split. But if we're going into 25 and people are not sure if Mo Salah's playing twice or not, then Haaland's EO is going to be massive. It doesn't mean you have to go with it. You can take it on. Of course you can. But I think, therefore, that will be the sensible call. It's what the majority of people will do. Is stick the triple capsie on Haaland. And you're absolutely right. De Bruyne could outscore him. Good afternoon, Andy Martin. You could have a Jota or a Nunes, right? Even like a Trent. All of these, with the fixtures they've got, would be reasonable picks for a triple captaincy. It's just as it stands and the way it looks, Haaland will be massive. Also, as said, the City games that will get rearranged if they need to for later in the season are Brighton away and Tottenham away. And it's not going to look great from a double perspective. And it could be that City play those two teams together, as an example. City go to Fulham in 37. So the best case scenario, really, is 37, Fulham away, Brighton away, and he's going for the golden boot slash the title. Under that circumstance, cool, great, if that's what you want. But also, what have we already said? That's probably best for free hit. It's probably best for bench boost. Yep. For Liverpool, um, their fixtures that could get postponed are Everton away and Fulham away. The best case scenario for Liverpool probably, and this would be likely, by the way, is a very likely double game week, is Fulham away in 34 and Everton away in 34. Um, To cover off what we'd said previously on the Everton game, being really unlikely to go into game week 37 because that would be Everton's last home game of the season. Imagine the riot. We saw one yesterday at West Brom. Imagine the scenario at Goodison Park if Everton get relegated and Liverpool clinch the title on the same day. Yeah. I don't think the police want that to happen. So Everton-Liverpool would be far more likely to go into game week 34. So Liverpool's double in 34 versus the 25 double. 25, again, would clearly be better. In the case of Hyunming Sun later in the season, well, we know that the Fulham game will obviously definitely stick in 29. So a Hyunming Sun double later in the season has got to feature either Manchester City at home or Chelsea away. Right, Could even be both. Tottenham hosts Burnley in game week 37. So you could have, in theory, Burnley at home and perhaps a Manchester City team who's got their feet up having already won the title and have FA Cup and Champions League finals. Sure, but it's at your place and you know what we said. They want to come and uh, win in the league there as well. In the case of Arsenal, they might not have a double game week at all. Their fixed fixtures for 34 and 37 are Wolves away and it's Manchester United away in 37. So your best case, again, for an Arsenal double, it's going to feature one of those. Chelsea are scheduled to play Brighton away in 34, Forest away in 37. Again, it's not hugely inspiring. No. 
So 25 in terms of matching two fixtures together is clearly going to look the best. I know there's a few that have been looking at the possibility of um, Bournemouth fixture. So look, 27 or 28 is possible for Bournemouth versus Luton. It absolutely is. But I think it's less likely than just holding it back. For the TC, what, Solanke or something? Well, think of it this way, right? Solanke could have in 28, let's say you haven't used it, hypothetical, right? Let's say you're free hitting in 25. That's the route you've taken, right? If you get 28 and suddenly Solanke's got Sheffield United at home and Luton at home, bearing in mind what I've said is going to happen later on, I think you do it. If under that circumstance. Yep. Are you going to know if that's going to happen prior to 25? You might. You might. I think that's less likely. Solanke's fixture in 27 is Burnley away as well. So Burnley away and Luton at home. Like that's, if you're asking for a double game week, you're asking for two of those three teams, basically, aren't you? Or yeah. perhaps like a Forest at home or, or Palace at home, something like that. You're not, gonna, you're not really going to get any better than Sheffield United at home and Luton at home. So if you didn't use it in 25 and that circumstance happened in 28, I think you would use it. The point being is you would use it then rather than wait for the others and cock up 34, 37. Still manipulate those fixtures better rather than using the triple captaincy then. That's not likely to happen in my opinion, but could. Yep. Um, which chip haven't we covered, Serge? Just the wild card, James. Wild card. So, wild card essentially is part of your thinking of your bench boost for many Pretty people. much, yeah. They you go hand in hand, don't they? So, yeah. Look, I think there, there were people that we've said will have wild-carded to bench boost now because they want to get rid of it and because there's a decent set of fixtures this week, for example. And I would use an example that's reasonable. There is definitely going to be interest in wildcard 24 to bench boosting in 25. You just need to be aware of your balance for the four teams that blank in 26. But if you wildcard 24 and walk through 25 with no injury problems, I don't think there's anything wrong with making three transfers and taking a minus four in 26, for example. Um, you can also, obviously, wildcard 30-31. There's a little bit of a split in the community in terms of which is best. And I think the answer to that, essentially, I had this conversation with Ben Krellin a little while ago, will essentially lie with which team's playing 29 and what fixtures do they have afterwards in 30. The more Tottenham's against Luton's you've got in 30 afterwards means the more likely to hold through. Yeah. The more Arsenal's who will then go to Man City, less reason to potentially to hold through. Um, so it's, it, the outlook of 29 will impact wildcard in 30 or yeah. 31. Yeah. For me, that's the most likely strategy at the moment. It's one of the two of those game weeks. There is a case to wildcard 34, um, particularly for those... If who, you're not bench Particularly for those who are short on ships, I think, um, who might want to get kind of a best-case scenario of 34, 37. There would be a case for that. Is also obviously but like you said, there isn't any teams that double in both. So how can you get the best case scenario of both? There might be some. Right. There might be some. So let's give, let's give an, uh, an example here. So Chelsea would, would be another one. Let's say Chelsea gets to the FA Cup quarterfinal and they lose in the FA Cup quarterfinal. They're they would be pretty much guaranteed to double in both under that circumstance because you'd have the Arsenal game and the Tottenham game to rearrange. But okay. the, one, the one thing that would throw that is if Brighton also got to the FA Cup semi-final, then they wouldn't. You'd still end up with the Brighton or Tottenham game going in an odd game week like 35, for example. 36 to wild card, except for 37, 37 bench boost. Could also be 35, of course, as well. It does feel late, 
But I tell you what, I've gone through some seasons where I've often felt didn't need it. Yep. You've ended up just planning it well enough where you, where you don't need it. Now, this year, I think the manipulation might be, whereas we'd say, right, well, card 36, the bench boost 37. You might go into so much crap that's playing in 34, you might want a wild card straight away in 35, right? That might depend how heavy you hit towards 34. Again, a little bit like the 30 v 31 scenario, it'll be 36, uh, 35 or 36. And I'm really warm now, Nico, but I'm also yeah. put off by the fact that it's gone off. It's gone off, but I was thinking in the back of my mind, like, and everyone's like, what are you talking about? We're talking about the heating, because there are people that listen to the audio. I was like, this is a little toasty. But uh, it's turned off, James, so the heat is off. What are you thinking strategy-wise now? Well, TC's locked in for me for 25. Yeah, I, uh, I, I assuming think... Assuming Erling or, or even one of the little players. I T, think TC's locked even, in if, even if I went into 25 and thought Haaland and Salah were unavailable, I think I'd choose it on someone else. Yeah, agreed. I think. Agreed. Uh, like, if Haaland wasn't in, available... As in in the same game week. Alvarez. Be KDB or Alvarez. Yeah, KDB, Foden, whoever. Whatever. Yeah, agreed. Jossa, whatever. Yeah, I'm with you in thinking that uh, the free hit for 37 is where I would like to use it because I'll have the biggest choice of, of teams doubling, um, which means then I've got to think about my, be- my bench boost and my wild card, which would then focus around 34. So I would prep myself for a 34 bench boost. I don't like it. No. Nah. Do you think it's going to be No, it's, it, it's, it, the, I think you could get too focused towards... You know, your, your Chelsea's, your Brighton's, your Wolves and stuff like that. And by the way, even though these teams w- would have doubles in 34, like none of them are spectacular. Probably best of it would be like Crystal Palace would have two home games. Do you know what? I like think Brighton would be Chelsea at home and Man City at home. Do you know what? I think looking at it, um, I would free hit in 34 and then wildcard out for 37 for a bench boost in 37. I think that's what I'd probably looking at it do. Yeah, triple captain in 25. Free hit in 34, bench boost, uh, so wild card out of it in 35 or 36 for a bench boost in 37, which means my problem that I haven't solved is 29. And I've just got to work my way towards 29. So why is that a problem for me? Well, uh, it's the it's the players that I would hold in 25 that don't play in 26 and 29. So Liverpool would be a problem. I, I tell you... Because um, I want three for the double. Here's, here's an example of danger if you say free hit in 25, which most of us, I think, are probably going to triple captain as it stands. Or maybe even some will bench boost. Let's, part of the problem is you'll get focused towards 29 and you'll be looking for some of these teams who have, you know, oh, who's the best Burnley-Brentford defender and stuff like that. It's inevitable that that sort of thing will happen unless we have major shocks in the FA Cup fifth round. And then from 29, if you've used it, you're heading straight for more crap in 34. So you're potentially going over a period from game week 26 to game week 34 where you're like, oh, I'm going to ignore the likes of City, Liverpool and Arsenal here as a potential example. And you're just focusing on mid-ranking teams rather than the best teams because you just get so sidetracked by the blanks and doubles. Yeah, my, my challenge is going to be uh, this 20, 26 to 29. So I'm looking at it thinking I'm going to have three Liverpool for the double. Um, so they blank in 26 and blank in 29. So let's say I hold one or two of those. I've got two Tottenham at the moment, Porro and Richarlison. Uh, again, like the fixtures either side of the blank are decent, so I could have to come down to maybe one. Cole Palmer's not going anywhere for me. 
So now I've got, if I hold two Liverpool, one Tottenham, one Chelsea, that's four players. I'm, I'm down to, I'm down to 10 because none of them are goalkeeper, right? So I'm down to 10 for 26. So I'm looking at 26 thinking, that, how am I going to make also the best okay. Yeah, how am I going to make the best of it? So I'll have Triple City, Burnley away, is okay. I could hold uh, Ollie Watkins. That fixture is is also okay. Um, it, I've got Ariola, Brentford at home, is okay. Um, so I need to figure out which teams I can get through 26 with. And then my 25 triple captain, uh, what, uh, free hit 34, wildcard 35, Bench boost 37 works okay. I, I tell you what I'm thinking loosely over the forthcoming weeks. Um, transfer now, whether that's Haaland, KDB, I'm not sure at this stage. It might even be a City defensive player. If Arteta was to come out today, for example, and say Gabriel's out, I've, I basically need to buy a defender this week, which would be a nightmare because I don't want to sell Gusto or Torres as the example because I haven't got the Chelsea Villa information and I'm not selling Porro and I'm not selling Trent. So I would have a decision to make there. And it might be that I'd go right when I'm going to City defender now. So my intention is target City now. My intention would be to roll at the weekend because I think fixtures are, are good enough for, for those, say like say the Chelsea-Villa problem as well, like Chelsea are at home this weekend, Villa go to Sheffield United. I think, yeah, hold off, roll this weekend, minus four in game at 24 to get the best of what I want of Liverpool. And I think possibly adding Tony in that week as well. Roll 25 through the double. Another minus four in game with 26. So it's seven transfers costing me eight points over five game weeks. That's what I've got in mind. And obviously, the, the reason for rolling 23 is then you've got the Villa-Chelsea information in terms of which one can I start cutting in 24 with 29 in my mind. And then also getting through 25 with the best of what I've already got means I've got an additional transfer in 26 that's free. Rather than going, right, I've got 26 to 29, I've got four free transfers, I'll have five. Happy to take a minus four as part of a reshuffle, therefore giving me six to reshuffle towards 29. That would be my idea. You know my feeling as well anyway, Suj, that if, if you land to 29 and you've got, say, nine players, then a minus four is effective worth it because you're getting two players in for two players who won't play. In theory, at least the appearance points should cancel out the hit, right? Yeah, agreed. So that's another minus four you can take later on. Now, minus fours aren't necessarily ideal, but I think around blank double season, there's times to be more aggressive about things. Now, look, I could say, right, well, I'm going to make one transfer this week on a Manchester City player. And if I walk into injuries this midweek, you, your plans change all the time. And I very much think... Although I could say now and go, right, triple cap 25, I think that's probably 95%-ish for me. Wildcard 30, 31. For me, I think free hit 34. And if I had the bench boost, it'd be 37, but it's gone. Um, which does mean I can thin out the bench when I wildcard a little better. Um, that may change massively on those FA Cup fifth round uh, results. What's interesting about the draw, basically, if you'd have listed the eight favourites for the FA Cup fifth round draw... Only two of them drew each other. Yeah, that's the... And that's that's Wolves and Brighton. So that that's meant that the shift in projections has not changed much. But I've always said this, that, this round of results in the FA Cup will provide something unexpected. Last year, people's strategies moved massively after Blackburn won at Leicester and then Sheffield United beat Tottenham. It shifted so many strategies. 
And if we have something like that, again, that's really shocking, then it, it might well do again. So I think plan A and plan B, for me, if, if I ended up then free hitting 29, then I'm working towards 34. And I'd be working towards 34 knowing I've got better teams doubling in 34 because of what's already happened yeah, in the course. cup results. Yeah. And they're then for, for me... So it's reacting be, to, to the results, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. So I think it's time for plan A and plan B, and we should be we should be thinning that down to structures now. Um, I think alternative strategies, as said, people consider wildcard 24, bench boost 25, triple captain 37 if you've left it, I think, unless that's Solanke scenario that I mentioned, 27 or 28, then your choice of free hitting 29, 34. Free hitting 25, wild card in 26. Some people are going to do this, I'm telling you, because they're just going to look at 26 and go, oh my God, what? And if they've used the free hitting 25, how are they manipulating it without wild yeah. card? And yeah. I don't necessarily advise that. That's then probably sort of triple captain 34, bench boost 37. The other strategies really kind of involve triple captain 25. So I think free hit 29, wild card 34, bench boost 37. As I said, kind of if you're short on on certain things, they're getting the best of the doubles, if you will. Free uh, hit 34, so then wild card afterwards to bench boost 37. That's what I'm looking or at. Or wild card 33, bench boost 34. If perhaps 34... If we know look, the fixtures... If it's going to look better yeah, than the projection, yeah, yeah. then perhaps free hit 37 at the end. Yeah. Those last two that you mentioned there are my options, but I don't have to worry about those until we know what it's going to look like a little bit, really. Plenty of weeks in between. Yeah, I think summary, again, I think triple captain is 25. The best of the rest, really, is 37. You can't use them all, obviously, in 37. The wild card, obviously, would be to prep for that. Whether that's 30, 31, or later in 35, 36, I think. There's, if you, if you wild card 30, 31, to get the right bench boost in 37 is going to be tough. It's going to be really, really tough. But I also think if you're picking players for your running and going kind of heavy, say City, Liverpool, Arsenal, and they're all going for the title, I don't think you want to like diversify too far from that anyway. Therefore, you would still more likely, you'd want to look at, say, a free hit 34 rather than 29. Lovely jubbly. Uh, James, we're going to do some of the questions we've had in on uh, X, it. Twitter. But... Before we do, we'll do the schedule for the week. The, the, this is this is one of those, you know, when you do an exam at school or maths exam or whatever, this is a long time ago that you and I were at school, mate. And they always say, reread the question twice before you answer it. These questions that we've had on Twitter are the likes that I need to double check and really read what people have said because they are talking about strategies and there's a lot of game weeks and a lot of chips all mixed into one. Um, but we've got a busy week of content. Obviously, there's a full week of midweek fixtures to, to talk about later in the week as well. What are we doing for the rest of the week for the listeners that don't want to listen to the questions? And Why wouldn't you? I shall. Before I do, a few shout outs. Because it's, it's common that I would do it um, on these chip strategy pods. And I forgot to do it on the last one, so I, I, forgive me. There's a few really good Twitter accounts to follow. Most of you, unless you live under a rock, will know Ben Krellin and, and his spreadsheets. Um, there's some really clever people out there as well. Lego Mane has some really good graphics, particularly around spacing, around blanks and double game weeks, which is particularly handy. Recommend him as a follow. Ian Parrin and, and Talon, Ian Parrin and Talon Nadim are extremely intelligent people. Ian is a specialist in terms of understanding about TV selection picks, and that is relevant when trying to work out which fixtures may go into 34 and 37 uh, once we know the FA Cup fifth round results. 
Um, and Taylor's really good as well. He's got good connect connections in terms of discussions through like sort of Reddit, etc. Really understands how strategy works and the potential arrangement of games. Um, and obviously, I've mentioned FPL team before, which has my projections on it. So if you want to like have a play around with your teams based on what my current projections are, then you can use them on FPL team. I must stress they are projections rather than necessarily predictions, um, because projections can be low. And there is absolutely no chance that all these projections are 100% right, honestly. Absolutely none. So on FPL team, it does allow you to move fixtures. So currently, the projection would be Arsenal-Chelsea. But you can move, move that to another game week and put, say, West Ham-Aston Villa instead in that place and then have a play about and see what your team looks like. Lovely jubbly. Um, scheduled for this week. Tomorrow, Dan Lord is joining me for a chat on that shocking news on Friday about... Whew. Jurgen Klopp's obviously going to step down as Liverpool manager at the end of the season. Dan's joining me to Came out of nowhere, didn't it? I genuinely was jaw-dropping. I was recording a different bit of content and Clayton messaged me and I'd stop recording. It was like, nah, because I don't believe you. It was yeah, like, I've, got yeah, to, yeah. I've got to search yeah, this yeah. and see what's happening. Uh, Wednesday Sky Fantasy Football Podcast. My Ash James stream will be on Thursday this week. It's going to be scheduled for 11am in the morning. That's because me and you are doing the game week review. You turn up on for that Friday. On Friday, all the I'll game week 22 games. Patreon content this week includes Q&A Monday. Uh, tomorrow is our Game Week 22 preview. We've got our Game Week 23 preview on Friday. Tottenham Arse on Wednesday. I'll be talking more about how good Manchester City were on, on Friday. And I Let's it call it a, City and Arse. Uh, a, a, a kind of a, a sense of realism probably dawned over Tottenham fans who might have been getting giddy. But it was more about how good City were, in fairness. We'll obviously talk with Clayton about Arsenal's game at Night in the Forest on Tuesday. We've got a bit of an important Planet FPL update we want to share with the patrons on Thursday as well. I've also got the deadline stream on YouTube on Tuesday, 5 o'clock UK time as well. There isn't one on Saturday. Ooh, hiss. Sorry, that's because I'm getting on a coach at quarter to six in the morning to go to Goodison Park for my sins following Tottenham. Might be your last time. Goodison. Goodison, yeah, it, it, yeah. Don't, is, don't upset chance. them. No, no, but I mean, it might be your last time. You've been there a few times. I've been to Goodison once myself as well. I've not been to many away grounds, am, but it is a very. I am not happy about getting this coach, mate. <laughs> I am not happy at all. Four games we've had in the northwest, and trains have been buggered all four times. Uh, I think that's more about the train system that we have in this country than it is about football fixture scheduling. But they both go hand in hand as toilet. <laughs> <laughs> let's look at search. some of these questions that we've had in um, and forgive me if they get a little bit long but anyway FPL hindsight we went through a few chip strategies last time round. one that he didn't hear us talk about was the following and it's going with Salah and Holland being fit for, for 25 wildcard 24 with what is essentially a free hit 25 team triple captain in that 25 and then free hit bench boost in 34-37 later on I'm not sure if if you have a free hit team for thir- for 25, you're tripling up on Liverpool. You're coming out of it with a problem potentially uh, for the next game week because they blank, don't they? Um, you could do that. Would you want Spurs and Chelsea in 25, or you could just avoid them completely? Well, uh, Tottenham's a really interesting kind of case, right? Because if you look at the next four fixtures, like decent, right? There's three home games in there. There's Brentford at home, Everton away, Brighton at home, Wolves at home. Um, and actually, other than the Everton game, Tot- Tottenham have now only got one away game up to game week 28 when they go to Aston Villa. So four of the next five are at home. Admittedly, obviously, there's the blank in 26 in there. But if you, if you cluster that, 
it would have been four home fixtures in the next six. It's, it's Still like, okay. It's, it's a good yeah, run, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. The one away game being Everton. And uh, I don't think Everton fans were too happy with how they played against Luton at the weekend. And I think Decore is proving quite a bit of a miss for them at the moment. So it's a good run of fixtures. So like I mentioned earlier with Porro, no chance he, he goes for me. Absolutely none. I need him for 29 as well, possibly. Right? But even still, if I, if I got to a position where I went, oh, no, actually, no, I'm going to free hit in 29, then I could sell him in 28 if I want. But then I probably still want him. For, it's Luton at home in 30, Forrest at home in 32. I probably still want to keep Pedro Porro knocking about. It also does mean, though, that investing in Tottenham players now is, is difficult because of 26. Because we want to get the right Liverpool assets, right? Is the reality. So investing new and adding Tottenham players on top of Liverpool clearly is highly likely to give you a problem in 26. So if you're wildcard in 24, I, it's going to be really difficult to have Tottenham, I think. Really difficult. And you're going you're gonna to come back to it. Now, should Tottenham influence your decision whether to wildcard or not? No, not specifically. They're, they're, you need more reasons than than that um, but I, I I failed to see with 25 specifically and I know I said those four teams have all got game at 24 fixtures you're not going to want to go too heavy on Luton you could go a couple right and then what you keep your free Liverpool on the bench for 26 if you go no Tottenham you could do that sort of thing but I just think most of us are just heading towards Liverpool and City players anyway for this period do we need to wildcard to get there? Now, you might be sitting there currently going, well, hang on, James, I've got no Liverpool and no City. This is going to be really difficult for me. Sure, I get that. But do you, are you not, therefore, steaming into City now? Like if, you're, if you're looking at Burnley at home this way and got no City, are you not steaming into that now? Yeah. I'd happily take a minus four, get two. Then Liverpool play Burnley in 24, happily take a minus four and get two. That, that would be my take at the moment. The questions, James, are very leaning towards the immediate problem right now which yep. I think you're right about which is 26 and Marzi for example he's got two Spurs three Liverpool one Chelsea so is a free hit 26 viable is what he's asking rather than 29 but Luke's also what are your thoughts on a 26 versus 29 free hit there's more blanks in 29 but still Chelsea Liverpool Tottenham blank in 26 and better fixtures to attack then as well so for other teams let's look at it this way let's say Liverpool, Chelsea, Luton let's let's remove them from Tottenham because Tottenham definitely playing 29 right well, what happens if those three teams all blank in 29 as well like which is the bigger problem is it 26 or 29 sure it's got to be 29 because you've got other teams as well yeah yeah, yeah. there's more There's yeah there's more teams playing in 26 than there is in 29 um, I'm, I'm happy to take a hit or uh, two in 26 to, to fix that problem knowing that if I save my free hit say I take a four point hit and I can use my free hit in a double game week in 34 or 37 surely I've got to be able to make that four or eight points up remember as well this is, might seem simplistic but the next big change to what can happen to the projections is after game week 26 is those FA Cup games so you're free hitting in game week 26 without knowing how bad or good 29 might look or what the repercussions are for 34, for example. So, yes, it's a problem. I think the easy way to navigate around it is... I'll tell you my idea at the moment. Let's say Chelsea lose to Villa, okay? Now, I'm going to learn that before game week 24, right? Chelsea go to Palace in 24, then they go to City in 25, then they blank. Right, they're getting cut. They're getting cut. 
Palmer, Palmer and Gusto would go for me under that circumstance. Just cut. Yep. So then under that, you're managing your scenario much better. Then, so for me, at the moment, I've got, I, I will, there's every chance I might only have two Liverpool for 24. It might be like Trent and Jota, for example. Uh, 25, sorry. It might only be, say, Trent Jota. Um, because I, I think in terms of running through, which would my ideal solution, I'd, despite their fixtures, attacking Tony in 24 might be better than, oh, I need to get the third Liverpool or City player, for example, because longer term, that's a better fix for me. So I'd be coming out with, say, two Liverpool, two Chelsea, one Tottenham. But I'd already mentioned the idea of also getting to 26 with two free transfers, right? Let's have minus four. I've been three of those players. If I then know at that point before 20... Um, uh, if I've then got an indication then of how it might look later on, it might be that I have I don't have enough clarity and go, right, I'm just going to make two here in 26 or maybe even I might only need to make one and then go right I've got more information 27 I'll hold the hit back for later on to 29 as as I'd mentioned so yes you need an awareness of how many players you're taking through for 26 for me that would make right now Chelsea and Tottenham players are in no buy zones I think right now I would agree where your priorities sort of city and then I think then Liverpool because and the reason Liverpool after City is because Liverpool play Chelsea this week, then go to Arsenal, so it's a difficult fixture at the weekend, and we just haven't got enough most mo information right in terms of whether we want to spend that money or not. And I tell you what, if I did need to force Mo Salah back in for game with twenty four suddenly, I'd I'd be pretty happy I was sitting there with two free transfers to make that a lot easier, rather than thinking, oh my god, it's going to cost me a minus eight. The worst it'll cost me then is a minus four. Ooh. So I'm not keen on free hitting 26 it covers a problem but bigger problems will lie in the future just remember the very very simple logic as it stands and it might change essentially to cover 29 34 and 37 and get the best of all of it you need three different teams lovely jubbly right uh, we've obviously had some other questions in on the internet James but each and every Monday for the advanced tier patrons you do the unanswered cues um, which we'll get into a little bit more detail around some of those topics as well which means if you want to listen to that and support the show where do they need to go www.patreon.com forward slash planet FPL FPL indeed we'd love to have you over there as one of our patrons helping us support the show uh, helps keep the lights on you get additional content each and every day depending on what tier you're at intermediate and advanced get two bits of content every weekday I should add um, we have a slack community that's very active with loads of cool people chatting about anything and everything from traitors to, <laughs> to to sky fantasy football and NFL channel is very busy at the oh, moment is it yeah uh, one day I need to come, watch coming and up learn to Super Bowl season isn't it uh, about uh, I want to watch and learn a game of, of NFL uh, one day do you know how to pl- do you know the rules don't get me started. Okay, fine. Story for another day. No, uh, I can't but bother there's it. all I've sorts tried. of funny games over. Uh, we have Patreon uh, meetups. We have prize leagues um, and a whole bunch of other stuff. If you're sick well. of the adverts, there's ad-free content as well. So uh, yeah, do head over to patreon.com forward slash planet FPL. It starts from only a few quid a month uh, and we'd love to have you as part of the community there. Other than that, steam coming out your ears you know what you need to do get that notepad and pen hit rewind listen to the whole thing again write your notes out uh, oh James one of the advantages of Patreon I'm just going to plug it in there one more time is your fixture planning spreadsheet which, oh yeah good point if you're noticing what I'm staring at on my screen and James is staring at on his screen is literally 
you can't zoom in. Is the fixture planning spreadsheet? Yeah, the he's only way probably going to gonna just have it up on YouTube yeah, anyway. Yeah, just whack it there. <laughs> that, all the graphics that you see for that is on James's spreadsheet. He updates it as soon as we know what's happening with any of your fixtures. If you're an engaged manager, it might be worth the admission fee alone. It also includes projections of what's happening in AFCON Asia Cup as well, um, which includes, I know there's been a lot of focus on Salah and Egypt, even though Salah's injured anyway. Uh, Sunny might be coming home after tomorrow. Is it? Cape Verde today, Nico? Come on, Cape Verde. We're supporting Cape Verde. Not that we've got Uh, anything against Mauritania, Mauritania. a country that I hadn't even heard of four weeks ago. Good luck to them as well. So uh, just a a random side note. There's a a movie that came out, Next Goal Wins. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, I started watching it with the kids about the American Samoan football team. It's one of those where they're so crap. Oh, I have seen it. It's it's good. It's pretty funny though. Uh, It's about 10 years old now, that I think. Nah, it came out about two months ago. Last one, next goal wins. Team about uh, about American Samoa. The story Samoa. is ages old, but the movie was only came out. Uh, oh, we've done it as a movie. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a documentary. Oh about no, no, there's a maybe. movie. Documentary is very good on them, by the way. Okay, watch that too, but watch the movie. It's pretty funny. Uh, we don't get any royalties from that. Stay safe. No. Look after yourselves. Ciao <laughs> for now. Thanks, everyone. As always, remember, play it your way, and that includes with your chip strategies. Cue music, please, man child. The Fantasy Football Show. Sports Social Podcast Network.